Hello, welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another double dose of Archer. This is season two episodes. Are we in seven and eight or eight and nine? I actually genuinely don't know. But one, or both actually, is written by Adam Reed. And the movie star premiered March 10th of 2011 and I gave this one a 9.7 out of 10. I really enjoyed this episode. We start with Mallory who has volunteered Alana for a ride-along to some spy work for an aspiring or is she pretty much an established movie star by the name of Rona Thorne whom Pam and Ray absolutely have crushes on and they all squeal when she shows up. Especially when Pam is talking about how her nipples were very pointy. <laughs> Pam is out of control. She's like, yeah, it was very cold in that river. Mallory is doing this because she wants to be considered for a part in the movie. Who's your agent? He's not accepting new clients. <laughs> that is what Rona tells her. Mallory tells Lana she has to help her or well no actually well both of them do because Ron's like no 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 I need you to do this because it would be amazing the entire episode uh Lana was trying to decline until Archer comes in trying to spite her but she spites him by agreeing Archer is jealous because she chose Lana and she's the best agent he can't accept that he's not the best agent because for some reason he's proven himself as being a competent person. No, you big piece of shit. Rona, I just realized that her name is Rona. <laughs> Genuinely admires the shit out of Lana being a sexy, empowered woman while Mallory shares her headshots with Pam and Cheryl, who can't imagine her being a young anything. Mallory wants to chase the possible commercial career she may have had if she hadn't given it up for killing a man in Tunisia for OSS. The women abandon her as she rewrites the script <laughs> to include her as the lead with a young black lover. Why does she have a thing for black dick? It's just something she always imagined. Brett gets shot once again, this time by Rona. He gets beat up by Archer in the next episode. Who <laughs> finally makes some jokes about the fact that he's a man with breast cancer. Hey, at least Rona was going to pay for those medical expenses. Archer slips in target practice to try to impress with a drink in his hand and that tiny ass gun. But Lana shoots her semi-automatic right by his ear, deafening him as both women tell him he should have had ear protection on. I love when they give Lana the opportunity to get one over on Archer because a lot of times he's always bull bulldozing over other people and yet she's like yeah keep testing me I will fuck you up I will shoot you <laughs> I will deafen you I will run you over I will throw you off a building and I occasionally will give you pity sex. Rona admits that she can believe that Lana used to date Archer that idiot because every guy she ever dated cheated on her and it stems from her gawky teenage years but she needs to embrace her power and amazingness 
Pam stole Rona's journal and admits as much to Ray and Cheryl. Why would you do that? Did you think it was me? Oh my God. Why she destroy her life like that? Sterling is saltine. Lana keeps embarrassing him. When it's more like you keep embarrassing yourself. Mallory brings Ciro into her script writing because she really thinks somebody want to see a sexy thriller with a 50 year old dried prune next to a <laughs> next to a hunky young black dude strong and taut like a field hand go suck a dick suck a dick suck a motherfucking dick suck a dick suck a huge or small rona tells lana to embrace the black boudica queen that she is and stop dealing with men intimidated by her pam called cheryl neckbone <laughs> as she explains a story in which she broke her own arm so he signed my cast, then snuck into her crush's room, then blacked out and stabbed him with scissors. All this to say that they need to break into Rona's and return her journal. Cyril is still dealing with Mallory's idea that Cassius would give up everything for a piece of stale bread and that she could play 40. He said there is only a <laughs> infinite amount of Vaseline in the universe. <laughs> Archer gets an assignment locally so he can show off that man uh, that he is number uh, the number one man. That's what I was trying to say. Not an insecure child. Tells his mother who doesn't give a fuck and runs into Lana who takes the mission. And Rona to, you know, just fight him once again. Even though he really don't want to, she don't want to bring her. However, he just follows just to make her life difficult by having, like, fucking Krieger why did y'all really come up with this whole elaborate plan just to fuck with her having her spot different people uh she has Rona help her out except she looks over and sees her apartment and realizes someone's in there she's like who the fuck is in my apartment the trio that broke in are dumb and caught breaking in by the police There are definitely some lines in this episode and in the next one, like you're not my supervisor that I always say. <laughs> it is just ingrained in my life. Um, Rona tranks Lana and reveals that she's a Russian sleeper agent. Then reveals her backstory because she never gets to being the daughter of two sleeper agents that told her to explore what she wants to do. So she became an actress. They became famous and now she wonders uh if she should give it all up just to take out this dude but decides yeah going back to russia and what they're doing you know it's great she then tranks archer who overhears the entire thing and he falls right into lana's lap then he has the audacity well i kind of would have dragged her too like you trying to tell me something and you put kelp tape up in your ass and talk about you just drain it out what the fuck was that and despite the four hours of uncomfortable positioning he's getting off on it the most shocking thing of this episode was the fact that the studio agrees to mandingo too so she jumps Cyril's bones and calls him cassius Stage 2 premiered March 17th of 2011, and I gave it an 8.9 out of 10. Not as 
uh, funny as the first episode, but still very enjoyable. Mallory is shitty to everyone that didn't do what she wanted on Friday. But the worst person that got it was Pam, who made that marzipan house, marzipan house for her dad, and she just poured coffee over it. Why you being a dickhead fool? Stop being a dickhead. I love that Lana finally, because you know, she wasn't with Pam the first season. Like, I don't understand why y'all love Pam, but she had had sex with her. <laughs> and now they're BFFs. She's like, what the shit? Then she goes in her office and says, look, you done lost your damn mind talking to me like that. I don't know who the fuck you is, but then Mallory starts crying because she had a mammogram and they have found something. And that's when <laughs> Pam is like, is that why you're being such a bitch? <laughs> she tells them both to keep it a secret. Pam five seconds later on her own blog. I come to make an announcement. What part of disease don't you understand? Oh, <laughs> everyone rushed in the office because she didn't tell everybody she's like no one can know yeah i don't know why you thought i was keeping the secret krieger comes in to give carte blanche to his lab she said i don't want a pig boy what i don't know what you talking about then you get that flashback to his lab where he just gets pushed over you don't even see what it is he just brings out a gun and he says that'll do piggly that'll do another one of my favorite lines is that'll do piggly that'll do <laughs> i say it. i know y'all heard me say it say it before probably never knew if you never watched archer where it came from archer thinks that he has breast cancer because his mom has breast cancer i laugh when he just looked at Pam. There's like, no secret. What are you talking about? Is that a spy agency? Why would we have secrets? And then Pam's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Your mom has cancer. <laughs> and then runs out the room. So he shows up at her appointment and realizes after she's told she doesn't have cancer on an x-ray that he has cancer because he has excessive drinking. I love that they both had a flask and she was like, what? I miss breakfast. <laughs> then he goes to Trinette's because now that he has cancer, he has to tell everybody, pass out blue the, the pink ribbons, make sure everyone supports them, be 100% positive. Oh, I was dying. <laughs> you know what? Let me move this up to a 9.1. Because... <laughs> Going to Trinette's house and being like, I need to spend time with the baby Seamus, the wee baby Seamus. She's like, it's not even your fucking kid. Yeah, well, you're making me, it's not stopping you from cashing those child support checks. Is anyone going to let Cyril know that he has a seed? I think he's fucking with Cyril by not telling him he has a seed. And now he went out, took that baby and got his tattoo on his name on that baby's tattoo i don't that the words you know what i'm saying <laughs> and then he got shamus tattooed on his back he then goes to woodhouse and he's about to go on a trip for a vacation he wanted a year ago with his brother dicky and he's like so i got cancer <laughs> and archer hijacks his trip and now woodhouse may never see his brother again because he's somewhere missing in mexico after you know 
Archer went with him on said trip. He then hands out roses at work for all the his shitty behavior, though it doesn't apply to the frame serial figures. And I'm like, come on, y'all. His mugshot matches the person right in front of you. How they gonna fax it over? They just go fax it. They didn't think to have it at the time. This is, unless this is 1940, but you never know what time frame the show is in. So, yeah, he apologizes for beating Pam with a dolphin, for throwing out Cheryl's clothes multiple times. He cries with Mommy, who refuses to take him home after she says you're going to be fine. So it's left to Lana, who, conf- who he confesses after she's getting his pants off that he's in love with. <gasps> yeah. He nicely played that pity fuck for his cancer. Like, I shouldn't be alone tonight. <laughs> she literally like, oh, I'm just going to lay here and think I'm somewhere else. Or more like, this is probably good, but I don't want to even open myself to the possibility that you are anyone but you who you are. She takes him to his surgery four hours late, and she knows they will never get around to any talking, especially when the phone keeps ringing with conflicting news because he gets out of surgery. They think he's cancer-free. Then he keeps calling back saying he's not. He mixed up the files. Then they call him asking for Chet. How you asking for Chet? She just called Joe number to see if you remember who she was, and she didn't. Peggy, don't be thirsty like that. And that's how we pretty much end this episode. <laughs> this show is almost always guaranteed to make you laugh. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself. We do have feedback from our first timers, both Shy and uh, Mimi, slipping in on the next day. I'll see you. <laughs> I fell asleep last night, though. I ain't even lie. I was dead tired. So uh, let's jump into the mailbag. <laughs> What up, Christina? It's Mimi. Uh, This is my feedback for Archer. I was driving to work yesterday and I was like, damn it, it is Wednesday and I didn't even watch Archer. And then when I went on lunch break um, early this morning, I saw that you hadn't posted it yet. So I watched it and then I saw the comments and stuff like that in the chat (laughs) offline. And I was like, okay, so she hasn't even recorded it yet. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me send this off. But I was off on Tuesday night and I was gonna watch it and well usually that's when I watch Tuesday night and I completely forgot I've been sucked into the world of squid games I don't know if you've been watching that but I saw that it was in a top 10 and someone shared this like spoof with me and I had no idea what it was and I googled it and it made it look like it was a horror movie and I was like nah I'm straight and then uh Derek (laughs) goes um Darren was like I think Derek watched it and I'm like why would Derek I was like I guess he don't I guess he likes scary movies or whatever and I asked him about it and he was like mom that that show messed me up and I was like what do you mean messed you up he was like I it just messed it up you should watch it and I was like why I want to watch it I don't want to be messed up if it messed you up I don't want to be like you 
And he was like, mom, watch it. And I was like, nah, I'm straight. But then someone at work was talking about it. And it sounded like, well, not necessarily Hunger Games, but it just sounded interesting. So I've been obsessed with that. So I watched all, I watched like five episodes before I fell asleep on Tuesday. And then I woke up Wednesday and had to do a bunch of stuff for work and completely forgot. So I'm glad you haven't gotten to it yet. So I watched them yesterday. No, it was early this morning. Uh, when I was on lunch break I'm trying to I know the second episode had me dying like Archer's so fucking stupid and Mallory annoys the shit out of me too but their stupidity is comical um the first episode uh, I don't even know what this is is it six and seven or eight and nine I don't know but I do know that it was basically Mallory wanted to be in the movie she wanted to be in a movie with her old ass because apparently she used to be an actress before some rando came into the store and was like hey you want to be an operative undercover spy sure so she picked that over a commercial she's so fucking weird anyway so she let this actress come into ISIS and basically she wormed her way in with Lana and she she saw right through Lana even though <laughs> turns out she was like a sleeper agent <laughs> who made her whole life just casually being an, a famous actress <laughs> just to give it up <laughs> so she can be a director in what Russia okay <laughs> that definitely did not see coming but I love how annoying she was <laughs> and I love that she saw right through Archer and she couldn't stand him and I love that she pointed out that she was like all of your men cheated on you you're a beautiful queen and you need to um let go and <laughs> it was so funny I was like because Lana does say how you know look at me all the time so I guess she was hiding some insecurities but she is a bad bitch and I mean it feels like Archer sh- should shouldn't be because he's a uh, like a clearly an attractive guy but he has such deep-rooted mommy issues he doesn't know how to treat anybody let alone a woman (laughs) I don't know I mean there's what 12 seasons I hope in that amount of time he at least gets better with Lana (laughs) oh god he's such a dick (laughs) that just brings me to the next episode when uh Mallory went to the doctor and she might have breast cancer pam had me dying oh wait i gotta go back to the one line (laughs) because i keep thinking about it in the previous episode before the cancer episode when uh pam stole the actress's diary and carol was like cheryl whatever the hell her name is she was like did you think it was meat I don't know why that was so funny, but I could not stop laughing. <laughs> they are so stupid. I hate all of them. The fucking dumbasses. Anyway, back to the second episode. I don't remember what number we're on, but uh, Mallory turned out to be a false positive. She didn't have cancer, but they used an x-ray to see that <laughs> Archer had cancer and that is so stupid because you cannot see if something is cancer with an x-ray you can look and see that there's something there but they don't know what it is (laughs) it looked like a freaking like some type of uh parasite (laughs) drawing (laughs) like who drew that 
that what they think cancer looks like from an x-ray whatever but um him having cancer made archer really start being somewhat nice he was still a dick house to to woodhouse dick house (laughs) anyway he was still he took the poor man's uh vegas uh vacation because he was dying of breast cancer with his younger brother dicky <laughs> the like flash forward of all the stuff they did was a hot ass mess oh man dicky's old ass and i love how he <laughs> got arrested and gave his gave uh cyril's name hilarious and what was so fucking funny <laughs> was when he went to what was what is her name charlette colette yeah i think it's colette and he was like i want to spend time with we baby shamus and she was like he's not even yours so bitch how dare you like so you not even gonna pretend like the man is the father even though you keep cashing them fucking checks i can't stand her and i'm not saying it's right but she kind of deserved that that archer tattoo baby shamus is so fucking funny (laughs) the tattoo of archer on his back He's like, you can't tattoo a baby. <laughs> That's what the tattoo artist. <laughs> I was not expecting that. That tattoo was Seamus on his back. And they pan out to the baby. And the baby got a tattoo too. He's just laughing like, the baby is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, he's not even, he didn't even cry. It don't hurt his red. <laughs> he's super excited. Like, I got my daddy's name on my shoulder. Oh my God. I hope we get to see him get older and he don't stay like a little baby for the whole 12 12 seasons because i need to see how this fool acts <laughs> he's so funny oh yeah the prostitute for a mom and a sex addict for his dad and then his pretend dad is archer <laughs> just a mess oh god it's so funny um and then he's like oh lana i love you I, i'm in love with you you can't leave me i have cancer and then we see them wake up the next day and lana's naked in his bed clearly they smashed and oh my god the ending <laughs> i fucking hate archer so much like why do you need the the fear of death in order for you to tell lana how you feel we all know that you love her you clearly are working through what you even know what love is like i guess archer cheated on her a bunch of times and that's why she hates him obviously i don't know that she wants to give him another chance i don't know but all i know is his dumb ass just every time that stupid ass doctor would call like god damn it who gave this man a freaking license to practice medicine (laughs) he's so stupid i'm gonna need you to take a minute read the chart make sure it's the right person read what the chart says and then make a phone call because one call saying that you made a mistake is one thing but like three or four (laughs) oh my god and then the fact that he kept talking of trying to get a date out of mallory oh i can't stand him Ugh. and archer like he couldn't even remember that (laughs) nurse's name he was like peggy and he wouldn't remember who she was until she said her name was peggy even though that wasn't even her name he gets up on her it's like you aren't even trying to be a normal human being (laughs) he's such a hot mess oh my god 
oh god even thinking about these episodes have me laughing because he's so fucking stupid <laughs> and um i love the the lack of cyril he was just in the background as he should be in the previous episode when him and uh mallory were writing that script i was so disgusted they get on my nerve and at the end ugh, oh god <laughs> i can't stand either one of them yuck um i know i've missed a bunch of stuff but this is the gist of it i really like the second episode with archer's dumbass i hope you get a follow-through with the cancer since who knows this doctor's so dumb he probably called six seven more times because he couldn't get his shit together um i definitely want to know if they had a follow if they're gonna have a follow-up conversation between archer and lana because i just need to know so i'm gonna end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was mimi with her thoughts on the episode so i was gonna play you shy first right right show you right and then i started listening to your feedback and then you started talking about episode nine Don't feel too bad. Mimi thought it was episode six and seven, but she talked about seven and eight, and it is seven and eight. Damn, I wrote that down right. I, I thought I did, and I don't even know why I was so confused because I literally put in parentheses seven. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we'll get your feedback. You know. You were you were kind of on track, kind of kind of on track there. Shy, 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 shy. Um, she's a dick, or he's a dick. House, and back. Tell me what it's all about. Oh, she's a dick. House. She came up with a whole new song. Uh, that tattoo scene was great. Especially when he then came back from Vegas with a dicky tattoo on the other shoulder. <laughs> oh, hysterical. That baby, every time it just... <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything. I wish I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> About the wee baby, Seamus. Oh, that baby is in doctrine, though. I think that baby is just a horse baby. <laughs> predisposition to do all types of shit that a whore would do it's, it's in his genes um i'm glad you and i picked out the favorite line of <laughs> did you think it was me <laughs> that was a fucking hilarious but like i said pam gets hers in like come on neck bones ray was like skipping over why you broke your arm because i needed him to sign my cast <laughs> And I don't want nothing to do with that squid game. Don't even try to pull me into that. I've been seeing it everywhere. I don't know what it is. It feels like the money heist. I don't want to watch either. I just, I can't, I can't be bothered. I'm already behind on some shit. I ain't watched clickbait. I need to binge through For All Mankind. Uh, apparently, I need to binge through Midnight Mass. 
even though look if i'm scared i'm fucking out i'm out i'm not doing it i had like the same thing i'm peer pressuring for my other friend why don't you watch me like this you watched the haunted of blind manor and haunted of- yeah but one of them fucked me up the other one didn't which is this <laughs> that's what i need to know and they're like well it's kind of scary well if it's kind of scary that means it's in the first category now isn't it well the second blind was kind of scary i didn't think that was that scary these are real conversations that we have. <laughs> and I guess that's a good segue to go ahead and wrap it on up. Uh, and we will be back next week with Shy <laughs> and her 9 and 10. Look, hey, at least you're ahead of the game. You ain't got to worry about next week, girl. You ain't got to worry about next week. If you want to send feedback, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can send, uh, leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be below as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black magic. <laughs>